This is the ticket. All sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle Ray Ellis and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice America. Hey, welcome everyone. We may be live around the world, but we are live here in the Valley in Phoenix. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world, Fan Man. Fan Man. I'm Ray Ellis and. Uh, you know, as always, it's always good to be here. It's another exciting week. Uh, it's exciting in the NFL. You know, everybody's getting ready. We got a, we got a mini camp coming up here. You know, pretty soon. In fact, I think the mini camp is going to be this uh, this weekend. Uh, you know, and uh, you know, it'll be the first time to get all the all the rookies in with all the veterans and. Uh, uh, time to get started, fam. Man, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's time to rock and roll right now. It's coming down, but the only thing in uh, is Edrin James is going to miss the first day of uh, upcoming mini well, camp. You know, well, that you know, we could excuse well, that. Due to a funeral. Yeah, that, that's because I'm of just, a funeral. Because I'm just I mean, being a pain in the ass. Well, yeah, that, you're always that. And we, we understand that. But Ed is in the right frame of mind. You know, uh, you know, Coach Wiz is in, in the right frame of mind, and that frame of mind is to get this football team ready uh, to start winning some games. As a matter of fact, we we we've talked about it, and we're looking forward to it. Uh, you know, getting prepared to to host the Super Bowl oh, of 2008. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, that, that, I, I don't think they'll be hosting. The oh Super no, Bowl, I, I think they're gonna, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it positive. I know you are. You You're know, a positive I, guy. Well, and that's what you have to do, and yeah. I think that's what he's mm-hmm. done, and and the guys are looking forward to it. And uh, you know, it's, it, I, I think it's uh, when, when what I've heard from other people, they're talking about this the draft and who did well in the draft, and it looks like we've done pretty good. And what it does now is it shifts. The, the you know it moves the pressure from the coaches and and the administrative staff now to now it shifts the pressure to where it should be the and that's players. the players performing right. on, performing on the field. Well, the Cardinals are going to hold their uh, annual Fan Fest on Saturday afternoon, the first day of minicamp. Yeah, where's right? that at? Do you know where that's going to be? That's going to be at the uh, Cardinals facility. If anybody doesn't know where it's at, it's at Warner Road and um, uh, Hardy Drive. That's in Tempe. So you take I-10 down to Warner. Is it free? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is free. It's uh, there'll be activities uh, for kids, uh, autograph sessions for kids twelve and under from uh, quarter till three to three fifteen. Wow, half so an all hour. all the fans can go out there. Yeah, the Cardinals will practice that after that until five p.m. So the fans can go out. Uh, so is that like a fraternity? You guys get together, all the fans. Uh, you guys, are yeah, you gonna be there? I'll be there. I'm the leader. You're gonna be there. Fan man, will be there. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, the, no adults will be allowed to seek autographs. How about that? Now, why why is that? Well, you know, I, I want to tell you, I, I've always had a problem with people who think that it's a problem to give an autograph because it's really not. You can only give so many because, of course, if you're, you know, you're in a position where, okay, I have to go into practice or I've got to go to a meeting or I'm out with my family and I'm enjoying myself and you're invading my space, you know, I can see where people have somewhat of a problem about that. But it does not. And, and I, I got to tell a story about when I was a kid. You know, I grew up in Canton, Ohio, and I, I remember going to a Pro Football Hall of Fame game. Uh-huh. And I went to a game, and the Pittsburgh Steelers were playing. Uh-huh. And, and I wanted to get an autograph. And the particular player that I wanted to get an autograph from, you know, he, he kind of like blew me off. And I was such a young kid that I did not understand why he couldn't come over to the fence and sign my autograph. Right. Well, the fact of the matter was he was getting uh, yeah. ready for the game. What is the big deal about signing an autograph? Well, well getting ready for the game. It, he can't come over and just write well, his name well, on a football. Listen, if you, What's it, the big deal? It, it all depends upon, again, you know, what frame of mind and, and what period of time and where you, you know, where you approach this guy. And if you mm. approach him, you know, he's getting ready for the game, that's a little bit different. But if it's after practice and he's walking somewhere or if it's at a festival like this, I just don't think – 
that, you know, you've got to, you know, step up and say the players are not going to give autographs. And I, don't, I think the player, listen, one thing about they can say whatever you want to about a player, but if that player wants to sign an autograph, that is going to happen to him if he signs an autograph. You know what, they're going to give the uh, children a uh, colored wristband, which will correspond to different areas of the autograph session. Also, they're doing some oh, other so things. Oh, so there is an autograph, you said an autograph session. Yeah, so there well, is an no, autograph no, session. Yeah, for the children, not for the adults. Oh, okay, so the children can get autographs, but adults can't get autographs? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, well, that's what it says. Well, here. I don't have I mean, a problem you know, with that. Then I thought no you, adults. I thought you said, well, no, I, I said no adults will be allowed to seek autographs, and no posed pictures will be allowed. Okay, no adults, but children. Children, can get autographs. children, okay. Okay, yeah. okay. What's the thing about the no pictures being taken? Uh, it really doesn't say no posed pictures. In other words, you can't get the player and pose with them. So, in other words, if you just happen to be standing there and your father just happens to be there at the right time, you can click a picture. But you can't come over and say, "Hey, Ray, could you pose with me with me and my girlfriend?" Uh, again, you know, you know, I'm going to tell you a, a reason why I have a problem with a lot of this stuff. I have a lot of problems and, with and, this. And part they of the reason why I have a problem base, with man. this is because, again, this is a business. And I think at times that the NFL just takes it too far. And it's almost as if they own that individual. They do not own you as a player. If I suppose a guy wants to take a picture, now why can't he take a picture? What's the big deal? I don't know what the big deal about this. Again, is. it's I, money involved. They I, don't get again, it. They don't get a piece of the money. Yeah, again, but it's the fans. They, you know, if, and if an adult wants to take a picture with Liner or one of the players, what is the big deal about that? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I don't get it. I mean. You well, know, you know what? If you take too many pictures, then, the, you know, the camera, you know, it can right. affect your vision, so then you oh, can't catch the ball. Then you can't catch the ball, right? Yeah, so it has something to do with field performance. I, I'm assuming that's You're what it is. Because I, I, you know what? I think you're right. i got to make up some kind of excuse because it's crazy. But let's move on from that. And you say that uh, also we got a mini camp no, no, I, I want to say one more thing, that the Cardinals and the SRP, which is the Salt River Project here in Phoenix, are sponsoring a kicking camp for high school kickers, punters, and long snappers. That will be on May 20th. The camp is uh, free. And is open to players from Arizona, New Mexico, Nevada, and Utah, and is limited to uh, 150. It will run from 8:30 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. For more info, you can go to azcardinals.com or contact so and so, the community relations department at the Cardinals website. Well, you know that, that, that again, that's something special. It's for the kids, but uh, again, it's for the kids and the kids. Uh, the NFL is is, is an organization of, that consists of some very intelligent men, and these men understand that, like McDonald's, they get you when they're a kid and they keep you to your senior yeah, citizens. So right. They're trying to make them happy. Well, the Cardinals kids. never did that. Well, now they are now. They're starting to they're, do it now. Finally, after you know, twenty years, these lifetime memories that these people hold on to, you know, will make them bring their kids. Their kids will become. Well, I have customers. memories of you. I have memories of you when you played with the Eagles. That's right. Oh, I'm glad you said when I played for the Eagles. You know, I had to watch what you say, man. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch you on TV. I could, I went to the stadium a few times, got but I got thrown out. But other than that, I used to watch you on television. Well, that's what, yeah. It was great to watch yeah. you play. Well, man. you know what? Well, you know, there's one thing about a sporting event, and it's about the. <laughs> you didn't pull me too many times, but that, you know that's one thing about this this sport. You know, it's it's a great family affair. It's great for friends to get together. You know, they are lifetime memories. They're good uh, conversations to have. You know, at the water fountain and drinking fountain and things of that nature. But you know, again, it's always about us. You know, the guys that used to play, but the people who really are the experts. You know, are those people that are coaching? Those people who are evaluating talent. You know, and those are the people that, you know, it's important for us to hear from at times, you know. And as a matter of fact, uh, we're going to have somebody uh, come in and speak to us today as a matter so who, of fact, who, an who, expert. Yeah, who is I'm not guest? an expert. You, we're going to have a special guest today, uh, Kelvin Fisher, you know, who, uh, who's former Calvin? running back for the uh, – 
Arizona State University. Okay, a great cool. running back when he was here, okay. you know, and, and, you know, spent some time in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kelvin got a chance to, to move on and become an expert. See, I, I tell you, I'm not an expert. He's an expert. Now he's, he's, a scout, he's a scout. He's a scout with the Steelers. He's right? a scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, and done it. And been doing a tremendous job. And That's to give great. and give people some insight, you know, as about what this. I mean, this draft. I mean, this draft has become such a, a marketable event because I mean, really, the world is is kind of held at bay. I mean, you know, the anticipation that was there for who the first pick was. Oh yeah, be? that was crazy. You know, it's and, nuts. And, and the well, the NFL did a great marketing job on the draft. Well, anyway, you know, and that's good. That's we have good. Calvin Fisher on the line. Calvin, uh, welcome to the Ray Allo Sports Show on the Voice of America Sports Network. I'm Fan Man, and um, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Yeah, good. good. How you doing, Fish? I'm good. I'm good. Great, man. Appreciate you calling in. You know, I've I've been. Um, uh, trying to get you on the show here for some time, and I, I know you've been extremely busy, and we do appreciate you taking time out of uh, your schedule to uh, to come on because, you know, what we've been uh, uh, wanting to do is uh, is talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, the life and time of an NFL scout, uh, which really uh, you guys are the people behind the scenes that nobody knows about. You know, it's almost like they're... Uh, they they're got hidden. A, they, yeah, they're hidden. They're hidden. Nobody, nobody knows. Sometimes people don't they're, even they're know the that the NFL best teams have scouts. Yeah, That's they, exactly right. But before we go there, man, I, man, I want you to talk a little bit about your alma mater. You know, A-State's got some things going on here. What, what do you know about it? Oh, uh, yeah, we back, man. We back. We definitely are going to be contending for this Pac-10 in the next couple of years, I believe. Um, I, I didn't make it to too many uh, spring spring practices, but I did go to the spring game, and I was really impressed. Now, granted, we still have the same guys that was there, you know. The the new the newer version guys hasn't um, got on campus yet. I don't believe so. I think we may have had maybe maybe one or two junior college transfers that uh, that actually graduated early and was able to come in for the spring. But when I went to the uh, to the practice, I was really impressed. Uh, the intensity level was higher. Um, the guys was flying around the field. I mean, it, it just it was it was a different ball team to me with the same players. So I'm looking forward to um, seeing what they do this fall and, uh, and I guess, in the future as well. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about this upcoming season for the, for the Arizona State Sun Devils. So, Fish, do you think that Erickson, they made a good choice in Erickson bringing him in to make this into a, uh, a Pac-10 championship team or possibly a national, um, you know, well, you, you guys know uh, Erickson's track record. I think. I mean, I believe he got. Oh, yeah. I think he had two national championships in Miami. Um, but he. I mean, he's a great coach. I mean, I seen him. Uh, I was actually in the in the business uh, as a as a college scout when he was at Oregon State, and uh, and it was just amazing on what he did with that program in that short period of time that he was there. Um, and then, of course, you know, he was at Washington State, and, 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 and then he did a great job there, and he went to Miami and obviously won some national championships. So I just think that with his history, um, yeah, I can see him turning the program around, getting it back to where it was. Um, so give it another year, given uh, not this year but the following year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going. I think they're going to play hard this year, and I think that you know we're going to we're going to surprise some people, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think the following year is when. I guess everyone will expect us to do the things that we're probably going to do this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple of coaches on their staff, and you know, I'm excited about you know those guys, and 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 they got a great they got a great coaching staff. And being in this profession, you see a lot of practices and a lot of different coaches, but they have a great coaching staff. And I I believe that this it's going to get turned around, and it's going to be sooner than later. You know. Right. Okay. Well, hey, Fish. Uh, this is Ray. And uh, listen, uh, it's, it's interesting you're, you're talking about the coach because I, I, I kind of wanted to ask a few questions that uh, had a little bit to do with the coach, but a different coach. I, I want to know. I know that you 
um, are a scout with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. I know the Wizard Hunt was, was also with the Steelers. Uh, can you give us a kind of an idea, I mean, from uh, without, you know, crossing any boundaries of which uh, if we asked the wrong thing and fan man every now and then may ask the wrong question, so just you know, put him in his place. But uh, what kind of coach can we anticipate from this guy? Is he a Tony Dungy kind of style, quiet-mannered? Is he, a, is he a screamer, emotional kind of guy, like like Bill Cowher, animated kind of guy? Is he a player's coach? Uh, can you give us some insight of what to expect? What, what I saw, what I saw with uh, with Ken was, I thought he was, I mean, I thought he was a player's coach. I think he, I think he's a really, really, really good coach. I mean, he's smart. Um, he's serious. Um, he, he's going to, he's going to know how to. He will know how to win. Um, but I, I mean, I don't know if he's a quiet type guy, but he's going to voice his opinion, and and he and he's going to he's going to spend time on making the team better. Uh, now, uh, you, you say that he's he's a pretty serious kind of guy. So, is, is will his practices be real intense? Uh, will they have fun at practice? Will the guys be complaining? Uh, you know, what do you think about that? I think part? it's going to be a combination. I think the guys are going to have fun, but it's going to be serious and it's going to be intense. I know Russ Grimm is the uh, assistant head coach, O line coach, and Russ is a really intense guy. But Russ know how to he's well, going to you know, have fun with his players. You know they're, going to, they're going to love this. They're going to love these coaches. I mean. And then when you look at Russ Grimm, he looks mean. Yeah, but I mean, he, 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 you would be surprised. He is a great coach. Um, him and Ken both are great coaches. I mean, I, I enjoyed, uh, my years with them, with the Steelers. I enjoyed watching them coach. And hey, I, I hey think Fish. they're really, really good coaches. Hey, hey Fish, we got to take a break. Can you hold on for a second and we'll yeah. be right back to you? Yeah, you're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Program with uh, Fan Man, and you're on the Voice of America Sports Radio Network, and we'll be right back with Calvin Fisher, a scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers, so hang in there. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No, it's part. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend... 
Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Call now. Network Pain Town. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. Now back to Ray Ellis Sports. Yeah, and here we are back with Fan Man, and of course, Ray Ellis from the Eagles and from the Cleveland Browns, a former NFL player. And we have Kevin Fisher on the line, and Fisher's a scout from the Pittsburgh Steelers. And we're talking about... The future, or the, what the coach is going to do uh, this year, uh, Ken Weisenhunt with the Cardinals. You there, Fish? Yeah, I'm here. And thank you for hanging in there and, and, and holding on. We appreciate that. Hey, Fish, I, I, I had a question. You know, uh, we, we've got quite a few questions here we want to ask you, man. So in case we get carried away, just, just bear in mind, man, we're kind of excited about this opportunity because, you know, I, as I told Fan, man, I really am a fan. You know, uh, it's, it's to the point where... You know, once you've retired from the game and you're not in the game anymore, you become a fan of the game. So I'm a true fan of the game. Then I just wanted to ask a couple questions, you know, about, you know, to give us some idea, you know, to be a scout uh, in the NFL. If you can, you know, give us some insight to what your job is and tell us a little bit about this, because, I mean, this is an interesting opportunity for all of our listeners to get a chance to hear uh, from someone who uh, has a tremendous amount of input into those draft picks. So kind of give us an idea of, of, of what your job is like. Well, I mean, uh, we, we what we do is we go to training camp and we get a list of, uh, of all the schools that we have to go to. Um, and and, and, we'll, and, this, and and the list is, a list is there uh, with the players that we're going to look at. And then once we go on, once we, we'll start on the road around the end of August. And um, when we go into the school, you know, we start around seven thirty, eight o'clock, and we go in and we'll watch tape on the guys that's on our list. And then, if the coaches recommend uh, more players, we watch those players as well. And I mean, that day, you know, from from around eight to around, I would say three o'clock, you're watching videotapes. You're watching tapes of the of the players, um, and you usually do around three to four schools. On offense and three to four schools on def- uh, uh, three to four games on offense and three to four games on, def- on defense. Um, and by the time you finish with that, I mean you may go to a school. For an example, uh, you may go to USC, and they may have ten players that you got to look at. So you got to you got to balance your time. And I mean, there's no lunch breaks. There's no fifteen minute breaks. I mean, you just pretty much you're watching tape until you get done. But you're on a time frame because those same, those teams have to come in for their position meetings, team meetings, and whatnot um, right around three o'clock. And at that time, you usually go and talk to the strength coach, uh, a position coach to get the character background and information like that. 
and then once they go into the field, then you go into the field and you'll watch practice for maybe an hour, you know, and try to just, you know, you want to get a, the best feel possible for the players, you know, as far as like watching them at practice, watching how they interact with the team, interact with their teammates, um, you know, who's if someone got hurt during practice, if it's a guy you're looking at, did he didn't get hurt at practice and, you know, things like that. Um, and then you leave from there and you go back to your hotel room and you type the reports up, which is about 30 minutes a player. So, and that, that you know, your your day can go from maybe 7 in the morning to about 7, 8 o'clock, maybe 9 o'clock at night. And this goes from, you start this kind of day from, from October through when? or uh, No, you start, you'll start, Right around August now, um, and and when you start early, when you start in August, you're going to be doing training camp, and you're and you're probably going to have to look at the year uh, the year past videotapes because if they haven't played a game yet, you can't you know you can't watch that that year's tape, so you have to you look at last year's tape. But usually, right around uh, the middle of September, everyone usually have around three games in, so then you can start watching the that season tape. Hey, Fish, we have a call from Pittsburgh. We have Jake on the line. Jake, welcome to the Voice of America Sports Radio Network and the Ray Ellis Show. I'm Fan Man, and uh, what do you have to say? Hey, this is Jake from Pittsburgh. Hey, Fish, you know me? No. <laughs> no, come on, man. We, we've talked before about football. I'm a big Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Oh, Jake! <laughs> What's up, Jake? Hey, hey, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Do you think Ben's going to get back in the saddle and make things happen for Pittsburgh this year? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. I, I think he will. He I seemed to so. just like stop and start all last year, and it just didn't really seem like he was he was really all all together. I mean, everything from the accident, which I'm sure scrambled a few uh, brain cells in there, and a few other things going on. Yeah, I think he I think he'll be fine. Okay, all right. Now I've got to ask you the big question: Do you think uh, our Pittsburgh Steelers going to come and play the Cardinals in the Super Bowl this year? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? I think that would, that would be really good. I mean, just because of the fact. Uh, I live in Arizona, and, and and the fact that you know Ken and uh, Russ is over with the Cardinals, and yep. I mean, that, that would—I mean—that would be really, really exciting. And well, you know, as a precursor to that, we we do have them uh, coming in uh, during the season. They're on the schedule. Yeah, they're, the they're, Steelers they're, are coming here. Yeah, they're coming Sunday, September thirtieth. They'll be uh, playing. Uh, they'll be on CBS. So, so it'll be a rematch then if they yeah. make it to the Super Bowl. Right. 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 I, I think that well, that's an anticipated that's game happen. that everybody's going to look forward to. People have that marked on the calendar right I, now. I, I, have that, I have that marked on the calendar. I think that's going to be good because it's coaches from Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's coming in with a new coach, and let's see who coaches better. Well, you know, one thing about it, it's going to be, be a little different than if uh, you know if if Cowher was still there, but Bill's not there, so it'll be a little different. Then you know, but he'll still be going against his old team and, and his old uh, boss. So, Jake, what do you think the Cardinals are going to do? Do you follow the Cardinals at all, or are you more of a Steelers fan? I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I, I always look at the fact that whenever the Cardinals are on the schedule, I'm just marking up a W. <laughs> really? Jake, you sound like me because I've been dealing with this losing thing for 20 years, even though I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. But this is this is just ridiculous. I'm really, I, you know, I'm changing my tune. Ray's finally getting to me to be a little bit more positive with this. Uh, again, with the Pittsburgh coach coming in here, and he played in the NFL. So I feel a little bit better that they might be able to turn the corner, but I still think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a losing season. I think the following year, I think it's going to happen for them. Hey, Kelvin, let me ask you a question. When, when it comes to that... Um, you know, and, and it's, I may be overstepping the boundary here, but but as a coach, let, let me put a positive uh, ask, just ask this question in a, in a positive way. Uh, 
most coaches, when they take over a new program, uh, if, if they had, uh, you know, best-case scenario, uh, do they kind of put together a schedule they think they should be able to get it turned around in, in two years or three years? Uh, you know, how long do they think it will take them, most coaches just on average, to try to turn a program around with the help of people like you out there getting the right players in the system that they want to implement? Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't think I can answer it because I've never been in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think sometimes you – you know, with coaching changing, you know, it could be you can have good players there, and it, they, their system is different. So, yeah. but so I mean, I I don't know how long it would take. I don't, you know, I just I've never been in a situation to be able to determine you, that. You know, but that's interesting what you said because you, you you mentioned something there that's extremely important, and that's the system. And I think some people don't realize that all players don't fit all systems. So what, what many times what coaches will try to do is based upon the system that they have, they have to get the right type players in the right positions in order for their systems to work. Right, but we've been changing the systems here every three years with new coaches. So well, nobody, right. this system here has been so screwed up, they've never had a real system that they've stuck with over a period like like the Steelers. I mean, Cowher had a system set in, in motion for years, and they, they did very, very well. And that's what they need to do here. They can't be going every three years with new coaches. Well, it's like bed sheets, you know. You gotta change the right bed sheet for the right bed so you can get it fit right, you know, make it look good. Okay? So you get the king, the queen, and the twin. Well, that may be behind the scenes. Oh, okay. Hey, Fish, I told you this was a sports talk show. I don't know what that has to do. <laughs> but let me, uh, let, let me go back, uh, you know, and ask you another question, Fish, uh, because as I said, man, it's, uh, you know, it's something that's pretty exciting for us and, and, and for our fans as well. You know, a lot of time and effort goes into the decision, I'm sure, when when you guys come together to decide who you're going to pick uh, in terms of your first-round pick or your first pick because some people don't have a first-round pick. Some people may have, you know, the, their first pick in, in the second round. But uh, from a part of the staff of which you are, is one pick more important to you guys than another pick? You know, I mean, it's because, like, you know, if you're, you're playing some kind of little game and it's, your, and it's your, your last chance, you know, your last chance many times to you is just as important as your first chance, you right. know. But how do you guys, when, when you get in there and making those decisions, you know, first-round pick, I know a whole lot of effort goes into it. But you could explain to us a little bit about that, you know. Is that first pick really your most important pick of the draft and the rest of the day is like, okay, whoever we pick is fine? Give us some insight no, about that. I, I think every pick, every pick is important. I mean, and I'm sure every team think, I mean, have that same philosophy that every pick is important. I mean, you know, you're not going to get the, you're not going to take your first rounder, your second rounder, and then say, okay, we did it, we're done, because you still have, you know, like you still may have six more picks, seven more picks. I mean, it depends on what you, I mean, how many picks you have. I mean, you look at uh, Green Bay; they had, a, I think, maybe ten, twelve picks throughout the draft. So every pick is important because, you know, that guy that you take in the seventh round could help you just as much as that guy in the first round. Hey, Fish, you know what? Everybody gets really heavy duty into this draft, and they have the war rooms, and they have all this stuff. Who makes the final decision on the pick? Is it the coach? Well, is you know, a... every team is different. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, mean, I, generally I, mean, I really don't want to go into what we do. Um, no, no, I, I, I understand that, but generally, overall, what would you say? Would it be the coach? I, I, mean, I mean, I would think, I, I would think, with every team, that the, the general manager and the coach would have to come together to, to really come up with who they want. I mm-hmm. mean, but when it's all said and done, the coaches are going to coach them. 
Well, I guess I I I think I want to put a, a different spin on that question because I'm sure you. I mean, I know Fish. You know, as 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 a running back, a running back always wants the ball. He wants to be if the game's on the line. If we need a yard, if we need two or three, which uh, you know, Fish. I'm. This is another question I'm gonna ask you later. I went in the world. Did third and two become a passing down? You know, you know, I thought third and two, let's run the ball. But anyway, let me just say this as a competitor, both as, you know, as an athlete, you a former ball player yourself. Uh, are you competing in that war room or among, in those meetings to say, hey, I think that my pick is worthy or the player that I drafted, if you uh, that you scouted, if you think he's worthy of being uh, a first round pick? Do you, do you guys kind of push for your for your player no, to be a pick? No, you, I, I don't think you push. I think what you I mean you come together as a team and and, and figure out you know who's better you know and then you, and then that's that's how you determine on what guys you know I can I can I can I can, my guy I can feel like my guy is the best guy but I didn't scout all across the country so you know how do you know who's really the better player. So you, that's why you come together as a team and figure that out. Okay, Fish, can you hold on for uh, another two or three minutes? we got to take a break. Um, you're listening to the Voice of America Sports Radio Network with the Ray Ellis uh, Sports Show and Fan Man talking to Calvin Fisher, a scout from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. That's how it's done, baby. Right there. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur Ag, co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur Ag Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur Agee Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Call now. I live where I pay in town. Call now. 866-472-5787. Call now. 
866-472-5787. Call now. Now back to Ray Ellis Sports. And we are back uh, with Ray Ellis Sports and on the Voice of America Sports Radio Network. I'm Fan Man, and we have Calvin Fisher on. He's a scout from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Talking about the draft, scouting college players, who's going to end up in the NFL, who, how the draft works, and all kind of good things. Calvin, uh, thank you for uh, hanging in there, and welcome back. All right, thank you. Hey, uh, Calvin, uh, just wanted to say I really appreciate you. Typically, we don't, we don't have a show like this where we have a, a guest that stays on the show. Uh, this is a show that has been... Uh, developed for the fans, for them to have a voice. I mean, as you as you know, uh, in this in this business, uh, the fans are the one. They buy the tickets, they they buy the hot dogs, they pay the park, they sit out, they root for the players at all times. So we kind of want to give them a voice. But something else we want to do is we want to facilitate uh, some of their desires, and they they do have a desire to to hear from uh, people such as yourself. Uh, and so we do thank you for uh, for the time you spend with us today. But I know one thing I wanted to say earlier. We were talking about. Uh, uh, I wish they turned off that music. They were, uh, yeah, and, and plus that's that's your kind of elevator music. Too, uh, yeah, I, oh yeah, I love that music. <laughs> uh, I'm, I just really love that music. Will you turn that music off? Yeah, the music's got to go. The music's got to go. But I, I just wanted to say that uh, <laughs> hey, we off, talked yeah. about Russ Grimm, and and I know I know a little bit about Russ from my days too. And if, did if, you play against him? Yeah, I did. And if they're if Russ is going to have that type of uh, bring the kind of mentality to this team uh, that that he played with. Uh, he's got a couple Super Bowl rings. But wasn't know, he? So. Wasn't he? Wasn't he the original hog? One of the hogs on the uh, offensive line on uh, on the Redskins. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, you know, it, it looks like we've got a couple callers. They probably know a little bit about Russ Grimm as well. So I, I think we have. Uh, we got Carl from Minnesota on as well. Hi, Carl. How you doing? Welcome to the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the Voice of America Sports Network. And thanks for calling in. Uh, Carl. No, oh, Carl. No, oh, Carl, Carl left us. He's afraid. Oh, oh Ryan. Oh, Ryan. it's Ryan. Now we got Carl. We got Ryan. Okay. Ryan, welcome to the uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network and Ray Ellis. Hey. We Calvin Fisher on the line. Hey. What's up, guys? Doing? Great show. Love it. Listen to it all the time. Hate the Cardinals. Live in Phoenix. But, uh, you know, maybe this year we can actually get something done. Got to pick up a couple new guys. What do you guys think? Hey, hey uh, let me just say, hey, Fish, uh, I, I don't know, you know, playing for uh, and, and working for the Steelers out there, uh, you, you working for the Steelers out there, uh, I guess it must be a little difficult for you to come back to Arizona and be amongst so many people that are so negative, especially when you're in a stadium like Three River Stadium, and uh, you know all you see are those terrible towels and everybody they get behind the team. Uh, how do you think that affects the, the, the players when they go out and 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 they perform in front of a crowd that they really don't think they're going to win? You think that emotionally affects the players' morale? Uh, you know what? I, I I don't know. I couldn't answer it. I, I never was in a situation before as a player. Um, and then as far as like uh, I I, don't, I haven't been to a Cardinals game in about three years, I believe. Me either. So so. I mean, well, yeah, a lot, a lot I haven't been there due to work. You know, I, I think I went about three years ago when Green Bay was playing there. My cousin was playing for Green Bay. Uh-huh. But uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't. I don't know if I can answer that because I guess I never experienced it. Uh, I, I haven't talked to the player. I mean, their players before. And I'm, I mean, I mean, I guess we all adults and we got to deal with it in some kind of way. But I don't know. I, I think the fans, you know, from what I see on TV. I think they're they're supportive of the team. They were supportive of the team last year. Well, you know what I think, Fish? They put those fans on because they're the fans that they're hardcore and they're rah rah rah. Win, you know, we're always going to be there whether you win or lose. But 
you know, it's been a long, long time. I mean, they only went to the playoffs in 98. I've been here 20 years from 89. They've lost every season, and they only put certain fans on. You never hear the, 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 um, the negative fans. They never put them on. And Ryan's one of them. Now, Ryan, why are, you, why are you so down on the Cardinals? I mean, what is it that, even with the new coach and the draft, the draft was good and all the good things that are happening and you're still down, what is it that the Cardinals have to do to get you back into the thing, into the, into the realm of things here? Win some games. <laughs> Maybe go to the playoffs. So you I mean, don't want to get into huh, Go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, I, I think, you know, we did pick up some pretty nice guys. Uh, we got uh, Johnson over uh, from free agency from the Cowboys, so maybe that's going to help out our offensive line just a little bit. But, um, you know, I just, I just want to see some progress. I'm not, I'm not going to rah, rah, rah until I see some progress. You know, show me something, and then maybe I'll have your back. That's, you know, basically what I'm, what I'm, what well, I'm coming yeah, from. You know what, Ryan? Basically, they've done a lot of spin on this over the years to say, we yeah, we got a new stadium, we got Denny Green in, we got this, we got that. You know, Leinart came in last year, and everybody in this town was really excited, even myself, as negative as I am, I finally got excited about something. I said, oh, fine, this is going to be good. I do Maybe. have to say, I am excited about Matt Leinard. I like that guy. He's definitely bringing a, a different kind of atmosphere, a different kind of ball to uh, Phoenix that we never had before. So I am looking forward to the season. Hopefully, you know, we will do a lot better than what we've been doing. Uh, so maybe my mind is going to change this year, but we'll, you know, we'll find out. You know what? I'm, all I'm asking for here, uh, and Fishman, you might want to chime in on this. I'm just asking for a 500-year game, uh, 500 season. You know? I'd, I'd be happy with that, too. Yeah, if they did 500, I, I, I'd be thrilled as a fan. 500. You're not going to get Fish to agree with that. There's, Fish, no, you, team, there's no team that's going to prepare for a 500 season. I mean, uh, nobody... No, 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 I, I'm not saying to be, that they're going to prepare for a, an eight, uh, a 500 season. I'm just saying that's where they're going to end up this year. Oh, you think they'll end up... I think eight, it's going to be 8-8. Eight eight. Eight. Fish, what do you think? I mean, you're a scout in the uh, pros. You know, you know what? I, could, I, I have no clue what... I don't have no... <laughs> Parts of that team, I have no idea what they have. I mean, I really, I really can't answer because I don't, I don't, you know, even their draft picks. I couldn't even tell you other than their first rounder who they drafted. Well, well you know, what? I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to a young man that I know out there, and, and you know, I can't believe I'm shouting out to a guy from Michigan, but uh, you know, Alan Branch, who's uh, who's from uh, New Mexico, you know, uh, you know, very close to us, is uh, coming in here, and he's. He's going to give us some uh, much-needed help uh, on the defensive line. But uh, I, I've said, Fish, I, I think I watched the team a little bit last year, went to a couple games. Uh, I do see some improvement at the end of the year. Uh, I, I think personally the fact that Matt got a chance to get into the game and, and was able to, uh, you know, perform on the field at many times, you know, he had some success. Uh, although there was uh, many times where he was pressured and, and chased but out see, of the pocket. See, the thing is, the original, when they drafted him, the original thought plan was, and they had this on the media here in town, was for him to be the backup to Kurt Warner. And Kurt Warner was having problems because the O-line couldn't give him the ball. I mean, that one, that, on that one, in that one game where he was actually, they were down on the 10-yard line or 5-yard line, and they fumbled the ball. It was unbelievable. And then that's when Green yanked him out of there and threw Leonard in. Well, you know, again, and that was know, not that, that was not a good per, move. Perhaps, well, I, I think I think I, I think it was a good move I, for the simple reason it got him in the game. He has some experience. Yeah, but they now. didn't want him in the game. They, he didn't yeah, they do. Him. They want him in the game. You, you no, they think, said that. They said that in the press. They no, didn't they want him. It. They say that they didn't want him. Yeah, they've told us a lot of things. Right. What game. do you think? Yeah. I know they told us a lot of things. They tell us a lot. That's the thing. I get so spun. I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. Well, that's why you're a fan. You know, I got I got to say, I'm a firm believer in the sink or swim method. So that's the best way for somebody just to get in there and learn. You just got to put them in there. I mean, when is really the right time? There isn't really a right time for anything. No, so you just you just got to go with the flow. No, but I, we we we've got an expert here. 
uh, so, so, Mr. Fisher, can can we get uh, uh, an opinion from you from that? It, a player, do you think it's best for a player's development? No particular player. We we don't want to talk about Matt Liner, but any player uh, as a scout, you've watched him play college football. You think he's ready for the next level. Do you think it's best that a player uh, gets a chance to get in and play, or should that player sit on the sidelines and kind of watch and learn? I, I mean, I just I, I, I depend. It depends on the player. The position, because um, if he's good enough, you got to put him out there. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if, if, if you know, if he's good enough, you got to put him out there. Well, we have a we have Kurt Warner, who is a two-time Super Bowl champion. He comes in here. Everybody got excited about him one then, time. And, was it one or twice? Yeah, he's got one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry then. Uh, and then he, he's here, and they, they said they were going to tutor Leinart. To make sure Liner was ready to take over when that time was ready, and I understand where you're coming from, Fish. The guy is a great football player, and he is really good. And you know, but they threw him in there with a defensive line that really was bad, and the guy was running for his life the whole season, basically. And, and you know, I'm surprised he didn't get hurt. Well, but again, you know, but again, it, it, you know, like he said, it depends upon the player, it depends upon the position. But you know, well, that's in, an important it, position, the quarterback. Yeah, of course it is. But you know, he's going to get sacked. It's not he's like he's never been no, sacked. I understand before. that. I, I don't have a question with that. But they they threw him in there, and there he is, and he's like he's like a duck and, and, and waiting to be shot down. I mean, it, it was like it, I felt sorry for him. To tell but you truth. watch, you will watch that Matt will. You know, and we're not talking about Matt, but but since you brought Matt up, you watch this year. Matt will you know will mention a couple times that the experience of last year's games, you know, regardless of how bad they were. Was you know that was that that experience was was uh, you know invaluable. I mean, it, it, you can't put a price. Okay, on Okay, Ryan thing. from Phoenix. What do you think they'll do uh, the final at the end of the season? What do you think the uh, one loss will be? Uh, it's hard to say. I'd be happy with you know eight and eight. <laughs> so, okay. All right, so they're not going to host this uh, Super Bowl. So let me ask you the big question, Ryan. It's like we ask everybody: uh, if the Cardinals are going to uh, make it to the Super Bowl and host it, which I think perhaps maybe they will, do you think they will or they won't? And if you think they will not, when do you think they'll lose that opportunity during that season to host that uh, Super Bowl championship? The first week, second week, third week, <laughs> you know, midway, what? Yeah, you know, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be midway through the season when maybe they might uh, start to fall apart a little bit. Uh, they're going to come on strong, obviously, because that's what we would expect of them. If they don't, I'm really going to be disappointed. But, I mean, I just don't think the Cardinals have the tools to make it to the big, to the big game, man. Okay. Well, listen, okay. Uh, well, as always, we've, we've got to do the same thing again. We've got to pay some bills. But uh, Ryan, thank you for calling uh, Ryan, in. Thank hey, you for thanks calling. Thanks for having me on, guys. Great show. Sure. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with my host, Fan Man, and uh, our special guest, Kelvin Fisher, scout for the Pittsburgh Steelers, is here with us. So hold on, and we'll be right back. We just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. 
You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th and you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year, the Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball, hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern with Jim Haney, the Executive Director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball that's the college basketball experience airing live every wednesday at 11 a.m pacific time right here on the voice america sports network call now call now 866-472-5787 call now now back to ray ellis sports Yes, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm your host, Ray Ellis, with the number one co-host, Fan Man. Fan Man, and we have our special guest, uh, Kelvin Fisher, on the line. Before we get back to Kelvin, I just want to give a, a shout-out to some special friends of mine over there at the uh, City of Phoenix, uh, in particular those folks over there in the Developmental Services Department. Uh, I got some uh, friends over there. You got friends, Ray? Oh, yeah, it's amazing you got friends. Amazing friends. Five. Wow. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, imp- you're impressive. Yeah, I, they're doing a great can job. Can I hang out with they you? Do, they do a great job here oh, in the okay. city for all those yeah, people do. who are trying to get, you know, permits and, you know, permits for what? Set, you know, building. And, oh, you know, okay. All those type of things. They do a lot of things over there, a lot of good work, and cool. it's good. To, that's that's nice. why the city's growing so fast here. Oh. But, uh, Calvin, I, I, man, there's one thing that I've just been waiting to ask you, and that is because it's. Uh, you know, it's what this game is all about. It's you know what we uh, look to do and hope to do as 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 a, as a child and 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 hope that we get an opportunity and that is to uh, to play in the Super Bowl or be a part of a Super Bowl program and get one of those Super Bowl rings. And, and I know you got one, man. Can, can you just give us some idea of what it feels like after working so hard and finally making it to the big dance and winning? And and then tell us about that ring. <laughs> uh, it- it's, it's exciting. It's, it's overwhelming, to be honest with you. It was just, um, there was so much going on at the time, you know, when you win that, when you, when, the, when your team win that AFC championship game and you know you're going, it just, it's overwhelming, uh, it's exciting, it's a blur, and it goes by so fast because you never want it to end. Wow. Um, cool. It, I mean, it, it, it was, you know, it's an unbelievable feeling. I mean, it's just, and I mean, you know how, before a game, you get goosebumps. You get your stomach is turning, and and uh, you get that same feeling being a part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine going to a Super Bowl game not being a part of it. You know, that's so cool. I mean, and that's that's the one thing. I mean, you know, you got pictures when you look, even when you look at the pictures, you get goosebumps because you just it. it I mean, it, it's that exciting, it's, mm-hmm. and and just like Ray, like you said, is it's something that you you know you dream of. As soon as you start playing football, the, the first you never dream of, 
you never say, well, I want to be in a national championship or I want to be in a – you always say, I would love to play in the Super Bowl. And I didn't, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to play in it, but I had the opportunity to be involved in it. And it's just, it was just unbelievable. Well, you know what, Fish, when you think about it, uh, the other day uh, the Indianapolis Colts quarterback, who who's that guy? <laughs> Manny, yeah, 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 yeah Manny, <laughs> Superman, yeah. Superman. He, he was at the White House with Queen Elizabeth having dinner. Oh, oh, yeah. oh I heard about that. Yeah, it was not cool. So you win the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl quarterback goes to uh, the White House to have dinner with Bush and uh, Queen Elizabeth. Well, the whole team gets a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah, just, no, I'm just saying, but you know, he would never gotten that chance if he didn't win the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, there's, a, there's there's some perks that come along well, with yeah, that. Man. There's no doubt about it. Let me ask you some fish that you know. Uh, again, without going digging too far into into your business there. Is is in today's age? Is it hard to keep a Super Bowl team together? I mean, after guys win the Super Bowl, is their attitude like, okay, now I got to go get the money, you know, because you know I've got my Super Bowl ring, or do they want to stay a part of a program and become part of a legacy? How, did you guys see a lot of turnover in free agency after that Super Bowl championship? Uh, we, I don't think we 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 didn't really lose. We didn't we didn't lose. I think we lost three players after the Super Bowl. Uh, and, and and don't get me wrong, we lost three good players. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, you got to prepare for that also, and that and that and that basically comes from the draft. Well, I tell you what, you guys lost a player this year. Now, this is my opinion. You know, and 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 Wiz knows the guy, so perhaps maybe there was some reason why he didn't go after him. But I really thought that for the tenacity that he brings to the game and the attitude that he brings to the game, who is it? Joey Porter. I thought oh. we should have went after Joey Porter. Now, and maybe there's something that I don't know about Joey, but on game day, he brings he, the heat. He, he brings the heat, and yeah, that's what we want to do here. We want to bring the heat. Uh, you, you know, is, is Joey hurt fist? Do you know anything about it? Can you no, speak no, about no, that? No, I mean, Joey's a great player. I mean, it. You know, it. That's that. I mean, that's, that's the nature of the business. Yes. Oh, you know, what happened? But um, uh, I would think that maybe the Cardinals didn't go after him because they run a four three. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly why they didn't, but. And, and then again, maybe they did go after him. Yeah, maybe it just and, you know, came down to some numbers. Okay, anyway, Fish, we have Wilma on the line. Wilma, uh, you're on the uh, Voice America Sports Radio Network with uh, Ray Ellis Sports and Fan Man. And where are you calling from, Wilma? I am from Wichita. Wichita? Absolutely. We <laughs> now, had the girls sit around, and I just wanted to thank you so much for entertaining us and teaching us about football. Really? <laughs> do you watch the football games? Do, do they have TV there in uh, Wichita? We do. Huh. Do they have TV in yeah. Wichita? Yeah, we do. Is, wait, wait. Do you, they have you TV? You live in a trailer. That wasn't a serious <laughs> question. I'm sorry. What, what do you mean? I'm just asking her. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, of course they, we have TV. Okay. Oh, they have TV there. Okay. I have a 1986. 19, you have a 1986 19-inch Sony? RCA. RCA, that's cool. So you watch football. That's great. So what is your question to Fisher or I Ray I just Ellis? wanted to thank you boys for uh, teaching us about football. Me and all the girls sitting around. Boy, I'm a man. <laughs> well, thank you. So, Thank, thank you. you very, thank you very much, Wilma. Sure. Okay. Bye now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, fish. I'm sorry. This is supposed to be a very serious sports talk show. We're going to get back. I, I want to get back on it because I know we're not going to have fish for long because the show is about uh, about over. But uh, I did want to ask another question, in particular about that Super Bowl victory, and uh, you know the season after. You know how difficult is it? You know after the Super Bowl is over with to to come back and and even you know get back into the playoffs is, is that because your season's so long and it's you know very few teams have done that. I, I mean I, I don't know how difficult it is, but I mean we did obviously we didn't uh, get back in, um, but we had a lot of things happen. 
but I, I honestly believe it is very hard. It's very hard. I mean, just because everyone's coming after you. I mean, you're the world champion. I mean, and everyone, everyone wants to beat the world champion. I mean, and I think that's one of the biggest piece. Um, I, I, I do. I, I can see the. I can see players. I mean, I can see players being tired as well because it is a long season. I mean, you're playing. I mean, we went what three playoff games and then the Super Bowl, and you figure you had your four preseason and 16 regular season. That is a lot of football in one year. Well, Fish, you know what they're trying to do? The NFL is looking at uh, expanding it to 17 games now. I, I don't think that should happen. In my opinion, I just I just do not think they should add another game or another preseason game. Apparently, Americans uh, want more football, and the NFL is really investigating adding adding a uh, 17th regular season game. Well, that, I mean, every- that would make the season longer, but I, can, I mean... <clears throat> I can see it. I, I can see why they would want to do it. I mean, well, they, want to, they want to play the game outside of the country, so they want to. They want right. to and I, and you know, and I, I think that's a, I, my personal opinion. I think it's a great idea because I'm sure everyone is watching football mm-hmm. outside of the you know outside of the United States. I'm sure they're they're tuning in to watching games, and I'm you know, I, I got a buddy that lives in Amsterdam that uh, that works over there, and he you know he stays up late. Just so he can catch a game. So he can catch the game, yeah. Well, the 17th game basically won't get off the ground uh, next season, but uh, they're looking at uh, the NFL schedule for 2009 or 2010. So, well, speaking of schedule, Fish, let me ask you something. When you uh, you guys get together, uh, is there such a thing as a winning formula uh, to win a Super Bowl? You've done it. You've been there. You guys know it's not impossible. Kind of give us an overview of what has to happen. In order for you to win the Super Bowl, all these things, you know, have to happen, you know, whether it's injuries or whether it's, you know, who has to play well or whatever. Can you kind of give us some insight to that? I don't know. I don't know what I don't know the winning formula because I'm I mean, I'm not a coach. I'm not there with the game plan and stuff like that. But I honestly felt that we really started playing well at the right time. I mean, I thought we I think I, mean, I thought we just played. I mean, we played really really good. You know, those last four games uh, the season, I mean, I felt like we dominated on defense. The offense was clicking. And I just think that, you know, that's what you need to happen. I mean, you look at Indianapolis last year, everyone was writing Indianapolis off. You know, at the end of the year, they had some, they, you know, they hit some bumps in the road and everyone was writing them off and people were saying, you know, they were losing the playoffs and this and that, and they end up going to the Super Bowl. So I, I just think you, I think you got to be playing, you got to be playing well, and you, and, and I think as a team, you have to believe, you have to really believe. Hey, Fish, uh, uh, with all your experience, background, knowledge of it, the NFL, who do you think is going to take it this year? Who do you think is going to go? Uh, the Steelers. Uh, what are you expecting to say besides the Steelers? You know, I'm sure. Huh? <laughs> yeah, that kind of question well, is that. Yeah, well, yes, questions. And, you know, he might look at the Steelers and say, you know. No, no, no. You know, he just said we got to be positive. Sure. I, I'm telling you that the Cardinals are going to win it. He's no. saying the Steelers are going to win I don't think win. the Cardinals are going to win at all. Well, see, that, well, the Steelers, I can answer that question. Okay, the Steelers are going to win. The Steelers okay, are going to win. win. Okay, Fish, thank you very much for being on the show. We, we really appreciate it. it, Fish. Thanks All for right. calling. All right. Had a great time. 
Anyway, it's time for us to go, and uh, it'll be another uh, an interesting week for us to get more information about the NFL. Right, right? Oh, yeah, it'll be very interesting. I, I can tell you what, it's it, this mini camp coming up this weekend, I'm really looking forward to it. I, you know, I want to hear the comments coming back from uh, Coach Wizard Hunt uh, as the team gets together for the first time. And uh, we're out of here. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports with Fan Man on the Voice America Sports Radio Network, and we'll see you next week. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.